Catherine. Hello, Jake. I'm trying a more formal. Yeah, you're sounding very serious. Mm -hmm. Why why so serious? Uh, Because this one's all about money. Ah, yes. But who are we talking to today? We are talking to Tracy Satchwell. Mm -hmm. Uh, She graduated from MA Communication Design. Mm -hmm. And you're right, it's about money. She is talking, she talks to you all about funding applications. Yes, Um, she's got a lot of useful information and stories and just... She does, yeah. I mean, she knows so much about the process, Uh, not just applying for funding, but how to get on people's radar, also how to use those opportunities as uh, stepping stones for other things. Um, But generally, it's kind of like the etiquette of it all, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that uh, what I really liked from from listening back to to her interview was that... um, she has this the way she approached funding is I think for most people it's kind of a linear narrative mm. right like you apl- you find funding you apply for it you get it or you don't yeah that's it whereas hers is a lot more uh, vertical than that uh, it's got so many more layers she kind of applies for funding she gets it or she doesn't and then if she doesn't get it it's kind of like I'm continuing to nurture that relationship until it eventually comes back around to her yeah it's yeah. it's really it's definitely worth a listen yeah okay so without any more chit chat or spoilers or anything like that let's get stuck into it um this is work in progress uh, and you are about to listen to our interview with tracy satchwell i hope you enjoy hello and welcome to another episode of work in progress i'm here today with tracy satchwell Hello there, nice How are to you? meet you. Thank you, thank you very much for coming in. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you and I'm really excited to listen to your stories and kind of get stuck in. Tracy, do you want to just tell us a little bit about kind of your art, your practice and kind of what you're up to at the moment? Okay, yeah. Well, I studied with Nua. Um, I did my MA in communication design and that was about two years ago. And I've been a freelancer since and I've been working with museum and heritage sector creating moving images, still images, working on community engagement projects, so a variety of different things. When did you graduate with your MA? Oh, gosh, um, 2007. 17, 2017 for my MA, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, and you've been kind of, were you doing a lot of the work that you're doing now before then and the MA? No, um, it was great to do the MA because um, I had been practising since 2010 and I'd I want to do an MA to discover something else. Mm. What is it? What, what avenue? So, so you, you did your MA, and then what was next after that? What did you kind of? Where did you find yourself? Um, I carried on with my two day a week job, mm. and um, and just really start to um, network. Um, and I'd already, luckily with the MA and I'm sure with the BA, um, they or um, the tutors really encourage you to start networking. Mm-hmm during your course and um, I did a lot of networking where I tried to get people to come to the to the actual end of the degree show the MA degree show um, and that was a great way of starting to build relationships with people mm-hmm. um, and um, you know look at all the various um, websites where there's fantastic artist opportunities and just went through all of them mm-hmm. and wrote loads of proposals for lots of different things. Um, I went for interviews for, some of them were for residencies. um, And I also, I had a fantastic break actually where Wells Maltins and basically um, they went looking for someone to create a narrative um, from all their archival materials. We arranged a meeting, I showed my work 
um, did a little bit of a pitch, <laughs> um, but um, they were really happy with it, and they and that was my great that was a great start. Even though I was still doing all this, you know, writing all these proposals, trying to um, connect with people on LinkedIn and various yeah. things, just widening, meeting people, various things. That was my first break. But the second um, thing I want to say and that I'd like to share with your listeners is that. Um, Sometimes, you know, it's good to keep applying for things because you never know. And rejection, you know, don't don't cry <laughs> with rejection because sometimes it can be a good thing because normally I will email and say thank you very much. I wish you all the best with your um, with your project. I look forward to hearing all about it, you know, even though you've been rejected from it. I will connect with them on LinkedIn then so that they know, you know, they've had an opportunity mm -hmm. to find out a little bit about me. But there was one where I went for an interview with Ipswich Museum um, for a residency, and I'm quite ambitious with my projects. And I and um, I gave this proposal, which I knew I could do. And I thought after math, I'm glad I'm not doing it. But it was <laughs> it was quite a big proposal, working with green screen, working with um, the the community and various things on a specific theme that they wanted to work on. They liked me. It's funny. They would. They timed me because there was a timing for for a presentation. They timed me, and I was like thinking, "Oh, how how long have I got left?" They said, "Oh, we've given up on on the time. We're gonna let. We, we're so interested in what you have to say that we want to. We and don't was this care." The interview? This was for the interview. Okay. So unfortunately, I didn't get the um, job uh -huh. because I think my project was a little bit too looking at what the what project was. Mm. It was a simpler version yeah. of what I wanted to do. But I want to say that rejection, you know, obviously did the lovely, um, thank you, lovely to meet you, you know, and connected with them. But um, a month later, they came back to me and said, oh, um, we really liked your residency. We would like to collaborate with you on a project. Wow. Um, there was a World War um, One project. There was a, a mm -hmm. pot of funding with the Heritage Lottery Fund for a specific theme, and it was World War One, and they wanted to apply for for funding, apply for a project. So they sh we worked together on a proposal um, and um, we were successful in getting it. And so they, they came to you? They came to me, after me. So I always say, you know, even though you're rejected, you know, you work hard on that proposal, even though you may think you're not going to... Because it's a good chance for you to show your work to a, to a very, you know, wider range of people... You never know. There's all knock-on effects. Mm, it's interesting because I think that uh, it's, it's it makes it sound like um, I guess you, you're very much use uh, that term of rejection, and I think that the, the word rejection has a sort of lots of negative connotations. But listening to you talk about it, it's it's very like um, uh, it's a, it's a, a door in just as much as a as a, an approval, right? Um, how did you yes. how did you learn how did you learn that? Because it's not easy to kind of come up that process did you kind of just one day is it part of who you are in terms of like saying thank you for the opportunity or is it just something you tried or heard from somebody else well I I'm I think partly me obviously I'm gonna say I'm, <laughs> I'm nice <laughs> but um I'm just thinking I just thought um I found LinkedIn has been very good for me mm -hmm. and um and I just feel I want to collate and I don't know if that's the right word to use it sounds good but all this network of people and a, and a right range of people 
and so by me thanking them and 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 can we keep in touch? I, you normally email. I'd love yeah. to keep in keep in touch with you. So I send them that email, and then I'll I'll connect with them on LinkedIn. With museum and heritage, there's not much money in it really mm, so mm, you have to mm. look at other you know yeah. I love I love working in that sector I love narratives I love with, working with history but um, you need to think about my work is quite heritage it has a heritage feel about it but that can be adapted to other sectors as well so I'm looking at music industry at the moment I'm looking at music videos opening title sequences and maybe promotional videos as well so I'm now looking at that sector and obviously with LinkedIn, I'm connecting with artists that already are animators in, in music industries and then connecting with them and then seeing what they... and then looking at their connections mm-hmm. and then obviously connecting with them. And the thing is, with LinkedIn, you're not going to get anywhere if you just coldly like everyone. You need to actually have a conversation with them. Um, you know, so normally I would connect with them and then say thank you very much and I've, I've got to do it I've got to update some of these and just to thank you and then what you do is you have a little conversation with them saying I really like you you know you look at their LinkedIn profile you see what the if there's some sort of mutual interest and someone said you know I was connected with someone and I could see they used to work in the in Ipswich Museum so I'd say oh I, I worked with Ipswich mm-hmm. Museum they're a great museum I've done a project with them and you know, and then if it's someone in you, sometimes I've actually had conversations with I really like your work, and if they're local, um, can we meet up and have a conversation? And actually, I've worked with because museum and heritage, you you've got to think of your widening your network, and I realised that the archives as well is an area that covers that. So I've been having a lot of meetings with in London with archivists as well, and there's a chance of. Um, um, collaborations with them. Is this all through LinkedIn? Or yes, through... all through LinkedIn. So that's where I've I've had a chat with them, and I'd already been working with another University of London on another project mm. with the archive team. So obviously, once you start getting some commissions, yeah. it's easier to mm. get more. Then obviously, and sometimes I've worked in marketing, so obviously I have a little bit of understanding of of the marketing mm. world. You know, and they were interested. I think she'd already had a conversation with someone else about me. And she said, oh, funny enough, I wanted to have a chat with you. So when I connected with her, I said, I'd love to meet up with you. And I said, I've been to the museum. I'd really love to get involved. So so we'll see. You know, these are all sowing seeds at the moment. Yeah, That's what it's yeah, all about. Yeah. It's all about connecting. And they may not be ready yet, but mm-hmm. I've sowed that seed. But we still need to keep in touch so then I would say to them, would you like to be on my newsletter okay. so we can keep in touch? And then obviously they'll keep in touch through posts on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is great because it's like constant newsletter going mm. out there mm. all the time. Uh, with newsletters, you feel trying to work out the balance of, you know, we're all bombarded with uh, emails, aren't we? And how many and how do you make it interesting? So I think I work on a bi-monthly um, um schedule and is that like something that you've you've kind of naturally developed through yes, i have i um i kind of uh, created a business plan i was lucky um start east were a um a program that helped creative people in suffolk and norfolk and they were great they helped with um one-to-one mentoring 
helped with funding. There were workshops, mm-hmm. and I applied for some funding. And for that funding, um, you had to write your business plan. And I luckily I've done things like that before. I've had my own business, so I worked with that. And then obviously working out a marketing strategy, and I aimed to meet two new people every month is my aim because mm-hmm. that's how to widen your network. So I've got I'm meeting up with some two people next month. The thing is, or I, um I made the mistake and I'd like to share this with the listeners is that when I had those lovely projects I told you about where I had one with Wells Maltins mm-hmm. then had Ipswich, I thought, oh yeah, you know, and then I gave up my part-time job and thought, oh I'm doing all right. Then it went flat off to the second one because I was so in, absorbed in my work mm-hmm. that I wasn't re- reaching out to oh, new people for okay. the next project. So this time I'm working on this project with the National Trust, but I am making sure I'm still doing all... I've got various meetings, mm-hmm. um, you know, for various projects um, and collaborations. You know, I could be sitting at home absorbed in the creative process which is obviously lovely and this is why we're all here for <laughs> but I have to get I have to force myself to get out there and and see people and and how do you strike that balance because like yes. if you and I can completely empathize like being in a, in a project and it's like you, you how do you how do you I guess um I think the first question that came to my head was like, how do you first uh, uh, judge it so that you know that you'll have enough time to then throw yourself in that next project, you know, if that if that one's coming to an end or whether you have enough time to take the two on together or, you know. This is, I had, um, <laughs> I had the nightmare. Well, there's a few questions out of this, but first of all, being, you've got to be organized. I know um, you've got to be organized. I have um, schedule, you know, I'll have print off um, calendar for a couple of months, and especially if I'm doing a project, I'll work out, I'll I'll say, oh, I want to uh, time this today or this half day, I'm going to do my newsletter. It's got to be done. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm working on these other projects, got, I've got to carry on marketing. Yeah. I also had the issue where um, I had about four opportunities going at the same time. And I was a little bit worried that they were all going to say yes. <laughs> so um, I, I used to work in... Um, in the hospital hospitality industry, and there's a lovely little um, tip here: is that sometimes they overbook, so you have to overbook um, <laughs> and work out how you're going to do it at the end. But so luckily or unluckily, whatever way you want to look at it, they just got the two opportunities, so okay. they've been able to kind of work that out. Very good, very good. Well, um, the last kind of questions I kind of want to tailor around is uh, is around, I guess, interviewing and preparing for pitches and things like that. Because from what listening to you talk, you seem like you've got lots of experience, you've got a lot of drive, um, and it's kind of this kind of gung ho, just kind of get it done. Do you your networking approach that kind of making sure people know that you are there? Does that kind of help you prepare for interviews? Do you take anything from that forward into interviews or do you prepare for interviews like in a completely different way? And, and I guess a, a similar thing for like maybe like pitching as well for projects. Well, I don't think the networking is really to do with the interview preparation, I think. Well, it can and can't be because um, I think collaborations are just, I know we have mentioned collaborations quite important and one example of a pitch is where I collaborated with the cultural consultant, mm-hmm. and that was fantastic. We collaborated for a tender, a tender um, project, and we went for a tender interview. So that was very interesting. Even though we were unsuccessful, again, like we talk about rejection, 
it's none of that is bad because I learned a new way of communicating through she was a writer she she was more experienced in this kind of quite massive pitching report mm -hmm. and I took on some on board some of her phrases for future proposals for my my own personal ones and then also I know we, we're going against your your question actually no, about collaborations but collaborations as well is um, important in that like I said it's not re um, we were rejected but it's not a rejection because in the end we didn't get that one but she came back to me knew that we worked well together had formed a very good relationship and and that's it, a trusting relationship, and that's mm -hmm. important with collaborations. We were she asked me about this national trust project, so I'm collaborating with her. You know, I may sound like I'm organised and <laughs> and everything, but I'm I hate writing. I hate <laughs> I hate proposals. Oh, <laughs> they're just awful, and sometimes they take up days mm -hmm. to write a proposal, mm -hmm. and you get rejected. Mm. And you just think, why did I spend all that time? But again, <laughs> it's all important because you're learning to write in a mm. certain way. And you all those proposals, I find that when I'm pr producing a new proposal, I'll go through all those. I'll see the ones that I think, oh, that was rubbish. Or that was quite good sentence. And it's like a jigsaw puzzle. You're yeah, starting to put yeah. it all together again. Mm. Just... Reading other, um, you know, with these proposals, they ask for artist statements and various things. So just try and read loads of uh, other artist statements. Mm. Um, and it's, it is a bit of a, it's a business in the end in that you've got to make sure you're writing um, to the brief and making it exciting and interesting. And try to, there's things that, that they're looking for as well in that they're looking for, um, can you do the job? Uh, are you organised, mm -hmm. you know, because if they're going to give you, you know, if it's an award and they're going to give you £20,000, you want to know, they're not going to give it to any old person that's very disorganised and you've forgotten to spell their name or whatever. Or, so you've got to be very organised. From listening from listening to what you're, you're saying, you very much, it sounds like you're very conscious of who you are as uh, as your, your artist and, and, and as your, your business. And that, that's equally as important when you uh, apply yourself to these things. Um, that sense again going back to that idea of rejection you know it, evaluate whether that was the right thing you know is do you really want to work with these people and things like that and you get to this level where you you're so, you're super conscious of yourself right um and i guess this, this hopefully leads nicely into the next question because when i was listening to you thinking you're saying be exciting and you know be yourself and your proposals how do you go about making sure that those proposals are exciting because they, they can be so dense at times right Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, I think it's also good to have feedback of people. So I'll, I'll um, talk mm -hmm. to my friends, you know, I'll talk to so, other fellow artists. Okay, so, so not directly from... Oh, no, um, no. Oh, that's also good, obviously. Feedback. I've had... Um, try and get feedback was the other thing I wanted to say when for proposals. So I, I don't... It's very hard to say what to make it interesting. So really, you just got to look out there and have a few projects in your head. Mm, mm. What, what to make it interesting is to, you know, there, there could be a few projects um, that you, passion projects, for instance, that you are thinking about. <laughs> well, I, I think you, you said a couple of times there that you, it was a difficult question to answer, but actually listening to what you're saying, the, um, some of the things I'm drawing out there is like to, to, to be, remain interested, remain exciting is to try and apply some of the passions 
that, that you know excite you into that proposal and also maybe to know to know the audience so that you're you're kind of communicating that proposal in, in the right way so you can get something yes. out of it for yourself right because it is exciting that, that yes. you want to do that but also that you meet that specific audience requirements yes. so kind of like balancing um cool so i think that's we've covered a lot of ground which is really really good and i think it's really interesting to hear your stories so before we kind of wrap up i've got two things that i want to cover um or ask you the first thing is if anybody's interested in finding out who you are finding out more about your work we spoke a little bit about earlier where can they where can they go to find that um on my website i'd recommend everyone has a website Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's your bible that's your portfolio (laughs) there so it's www dot tracy satchel.com so it's tracy without an e and satchel with an i mm-hmm. we'll put the spellings um in the um uh, episode description so that people can you know make sure that we get it right because uh, that's equally as important um and then the last thing that we've been asking everybody um to sort of throw a curveball your way if you could pass on your gratitude and your thanks to any person um to help you to, that might have helped you get where you are today who would it be I don't think you should say it's just one person because I think it's important that it's... Um, I wanted to say this earlier on that you can't be in... For, you've got to be out there. You can't be in um, your bedroom creating art. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get anywhere. You've got to be out there meeting people, talking to them. Mm-hmm. And I've met... Men, people have mentored me. I've been on free one-to-one advice. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Ideas Factory. Um you know, and, and talk to other artists and they've all given me valuable um, um, advice and to lead me on the right path, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's very good. That's a very good answer. Um, okay, well, thank you very much for joining thank us, you. Tracy. It's been lovely listening to your stories and chatting with you. Um, and thank you, listeners, for, for tuning in uh, and we'll be back very soon with some more interviews. Thank you very much. <laughs>